0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman.
1: And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. It feels
0: like the first time.
1: <laughs> ah, ah. Happy Muse Monday. It's uh, been a while. It's been a
0: long time. but um, Thank we have-
1: you all for... Being patient.
0: Patience. But we do have uh, a great explanation about why we've been off for so long.
1: Yeah, we've had a very extremely busy couple of weeks. There's no end in sight.
0: We have been off of the podcast because we have been on everything else.
1: (laughs) We just got back from retreat, which was amazing. My
0: favorite retreat by far. This was the third (laughs) annual, and um, I was so impressed. And now that the retreat actually upgraded to even more spots um yeah they
1: built out the barn to be this beautiful new accommodation place which has three bedrooms i think it can sleep uh three to six people depending on if you're going to sleep together in a bed and it just has um a really cool scandinavian vibe
0: yeah is that what you got from it
1: Yeah. Well, you know, they used to, they do retreats. The people that own Sagrada, they do retreats in Iceland every year. I
0: did not know that. Really? Scott Mm -hmm. and Ava? Yep. Wow. So are you saying that we'll be doing one soon? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. All right. I'm down.
1: Rebel Muse Retreat in Iceland.
0: Sign me up. I'm in.
1: So this year was a little bit different because, you know, every year on Sunday, it's kind of hard to say goodbye it's like no one really wants to say goodbye you take your final photo and everyone drives away this time we had an extra event in uh, Paso Robles at the Wine Boss want to talk about that?
0: Well yeah that's uh that's our partner Thomas Booth um he is the Wine Boss that's his uh company corporation and um he has it all set up in downtown pasarobas and um his vineyard is really close right up the road so we uh we've been doing all of september actually um we've been doing these uh wine pouring slash acoustic performances uh started in oceanside at um the privateer marketplace and then we did one at masters the next day and the cool thing was is um we had a uh, I hate to call him a local musician because he's been all over the world, but he plays here a lot. His name is Shane Hall and he was uh, he was there basically providing all the music. And um, I was lucky enough to be pouring all the wine, meeting everybody and talking about the wine with Thomas. And then uh, when Shane took a break, I was able to jump on his equipment for you know, maybe about six or, or eight songs or something like that. Um, and that was super fun. So we did that at Paso Robles after the retreat with our retreaters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they all showed up. Um, and I, I really, really want to make this a part of our retreat from now on.
1: Mm-hmm. So we extended an extra day. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, we didn't really extend it an extra day. We just had an extra event to go to. We
1: prolonged the goodbyes. <laughs> yes. Yes,
0: we did. And, you know, my favorite part about the retreats, and it has been since the first one, is that quick bonding that really happens when everyone meets each other on friday afternoon at about two o'clock and then everyone having separation anxiety on sunday at noon
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, it, yeah you watch we had this, people um, come in from florida from colorado from las vegas from hawaii actually this is a really special year for me because my mom came out and um treated herself to a yoga retreat for her 70th birthday
0: by the way, that's the best gift I've ever heard of.
1: Right. Yeah. So for she myself. was here for about 10 days and we had a blast. I think we're still recovering. Your, <laughs> your
0: mom is incredibly, uh, I would say, uh, the endurance is incredible. Mm-hmm. Really, like you really have to like mentally prepare to keep up with Della. <laughs> but she's been getting a lot of training with her brand new grandson. So she was ready yeah. to go.
1: She was ready to go. Um, okay, so what else has happened since then? We are moving. So I'm looking around our studio right now, and the shelves are becoming bare, our bookshelves. The soundproofing is slowly coming down, and Rebel Amuse Studio is going to be moving to another place.
0: Yeah, we're actually going from the Wassman Creative Lab into the Wassman Creative Building.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: and I'm really excited about all the um, the professionalism of the place that we're moving into because we we are entrepreneurs and we we own our own businesses so what we are taking what we're taking a a part of uh is really expanding all of the businesses that we're a part of by moving into a more professional area
1: Yeah, it's really a practice of non-attachment because we love this house so much and it's been a really great house, Um, but the owner is selling it and so we found a new place. I'm
0: so excited about all of the things that are about to happen because they're going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else has been going on. Um,
1: Oh, Kaleo did an enema.
0: Oh, yeah. We can (laughs) talk about my enema. That's That's right. It was an incredibly sensual experience wow i'm totally joking (laughs) it was a very nerve-wracking experience actually because here i am in the house in the shower and you know the funny thing is i i I straight up learned how to do this by watching um a youtube tutorial
1: that doesn't surprise me
0: no i think i've learned actually everything important in my life by watching a youtube tutorial I know this to, was
1: I, actually a really funny one. I know
0: how to change a radiator. I know, how to, I know how to fix a garbage disposal. I know how to replace almost anything now with my equipment. You know through, how to do a home enema? I learned pro tools on YouTube tutorials. <laughs> I'm so, I, I really love this, this. Yeah, now I can do enemas. And um, for my first one, I only did distilled water.
1: Oh, so you didn't do any
0: coconut water. I didn't water. do, yeah, didn't do any probiotics. <laughs> I didn't do any coconut water. I didn't do any mm-hmm. coffee. I just did plain water to, to check it out. Now, keep in mind that this was day eight on a fast.
1: hmm
0: And um, uh, it was day eight on a 10-day fast that I did this. And I was very, very surprised on, I would say... Uh, the output? Uh, yeah, the product. <laughs> the product i'll go there um i was really surprised with that uh and so now i'm completely hooked like i'm going to be doing this quite often yeah yeah and i can't wait for you to do it and if you need help i i know how to do it now
1: (laughs) and i think i I can do it myself Thanks. all right i'm
0: just offering it to you because i i know how to do it so if you need me just i got you (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so um it's uh let's see um It was different, it was new, but uh, really a lot easier than I thought it was going to be.
1: The hardest part was?
0: The hardest part was, let me say, uh, oh, the hardest part was just um, trying to hold in the enema longer um, than I wanted to.
1: You told me the hardest part was actually putting the tube in your butt. Well,
0: you know, I used a lot of coconut oil. So it was really not You're that really hard. really nervous? Yeah, it was super <laughs> nervous. I mean, I, I think I used like half a gallon of coconut oil. <laughs> oh like I was so... No wonder it
1: was hard to keep everything in. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's just so I, I kind of had to like, you know, manually hold it kind of steady because, you know, things were slippery down there. However, that wasn't really the hardest part. The hardest part is they, they advise you to try to hold in the water as long as possible. And so this is where it became kind of... Difficult because I really wanted to evacuate almost immediately. And so
1: do you are you supposed to just lay there with the water? They have in? like
0: yeah, they have like these like movements that you can do. And so like that you bring your knees in to your chest and you kinda of, it's almost kind of like, you know, like uh right before Shivasana in a yoga class. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you can do some twist, um, you can bring your knees into your chest. Uh, and then they just kind of want you to just hang out and, and, and just wait until the squeeze, clench, (laughs) wait until you absolutely can't wait no more.
1: How long was this process? How long did you wait?
0: I would probably, you know, I didn't have my timer and I should have, you know, called a, a Siri, but, um, I would, I would imagine that it felt like three hours. (laughs) Most likely it was about seven minutes.
1: Okay. Right.
0: So, um. It was, uh, but I'm 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 telling you, like I was really impressed, and it's it's just so nice to be able to have the availability because we we truly do have so much knowledge, um currently, you know, uh, at our fingertips, and that's something that um I've been thinking about lately too. It's one thing that uh, and I'm not very political, but when it comes down to the knowledge that we can share with each other, you know, um it's really important that we keep the the FCC out of our our communication Mm because i i've I've gained so much i would say um so much insight on things that aren't filtered and shared versus things that are filtered and and shared you know Mm -hmm. and um i i really i really really appreciate like the time of life that we're able to live in right now and to take advantage uh, i don't want to say that but uh i would say to um expand yourself in learning all kinds of things that you can and what better subject than health because without health it's when i'm not healthy everything stops mm-hmm. straight up i don't care about money i don't care about success i don't care about all the things that i do care about <laughs> but when health always trumps everything for me yeah and so I'm, I'm really happy to like experiment even more and more and more with all these other things that we learn about from you know the reading and YouTube, the, the blogs uh, that we follow, the books that we read, the podcasts that we listen to. It's a groovy time. <laughs> and so I, I'm, I'm happy that I've arrived at now the age that I'm at for the first time and <laughs> and really be able to spend on this. Yeah. So if you are, um, if you've never done an animal before or you're kind of timid to do one, my advice is. Don't sweat it so much. Use less coconut oil than I did, and you'll be fine.
1: And what's coming up next for you,
0: as far as health? Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's just there's so much. But right now, after your after the Del- the hurricane Della that came through here, which <laughs> by the way, her favorite re- Della is um, Melanie's mom. mom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> her favorite restaurant in the world is the Lighthouse in the Harbor of Oceanside, and I think I've eaten the Lighthouse more in the last three weeks than I've ever had in the last 10 years of going oh, I think
1: there. we went there three times in one week, and we weren't even in town that, they, th- that much. We
0: went there twice in one day. <laughs> just to put it in perspective. Yes. Right? Yeah, Right. So, um, what happens now? Now it happens at Cleanse, and it's perfect timing because there's tons of music that I need to finish for the new Pepper record, um, and of course the Sabotage sound system comes out with a digital release every month, so I gotta get on that and um in the midst of all this i we got to break down the studio and set it up as soon as we can
1: mm-hmm. that's so, gonna be our first thing our bed and then the studio i'm gonna do no the. Beds.
0: i'm gonna do the studio and then bed <laughs> yes no it's it's so funny because you know how we're planning our, our breakdown here is we're looking around and the studio will be the last thing that gets packed up and the first thing that gets packed in mm-hmm. and uh so yeah i mean there's a lot there's a lot happening and I don't know. It's interesting. Let me ask you this. Do you feel overwhelmed in a way?
1: You know, I did for a little while, um, but I think it was because I was making it really big in my head instead of focusing on one thing at a time. I was looking at everything that we had to do and the time frame that we had to do it. And I, um, I stopped doing that. You're right, And just focused on one thing at a time, tasking everything, writing out my list, which is really fun. And every time something gets crossed off, it feels good instead of looking at it like it's this big iceberg. And I use that iceberg analogy because our friends, Lisa and Lauren that have This Colorful World, they do a friend letter every week on Sunday, and you can sign up for it at thiscolorfulworld.com. And she talked about Lisa talked about today because they have so much going on as well. They had two projects: one in London, one in Spain. They had to go to Sweden. I think they're coming home tomorrow. And her friend letter this week was about thinking of everything you have to do as this big iceberg coming toward you, instead of focusing on everything one thing at a time. So pretty interesting that you just asked me that.
0: Yeah, uh, I. The funny thing is, this, this is a constant. Um, it's a constant lesson for me, because when. Th- things do get into that overwhelming position. Really, truly, the only thing that I I know to work is the prioritize, like you said, list. Mm-hmm. So when I get to just maybe just do one thing, what is the one thing that I need to do right now and then only focus on that one thing, it really does help and propel me to the other things with that momentum. But the funny thing is, is when you have all these things that you have to do, I'm speaking personally, of course, when I have all these things that I have to do, sometimes it gets so overwhelming, I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're just still there. But if I can, if I can focus enough on completing one thing, I find that 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 one thing gets finished, and then it propels me with the momentum to go and do one more thing. And one more thing. And then before you know it, yes, your, your plate becomes a lot less overwhelming. Instead of trying, it's it's like going to the buffet and trying to put everything on your first round on your plate. <laughs> I remember doing this when I was a kid. Remember like the Kamehameha Hotel? Mm-hmm. I used to go and I used to put everything on one plate. I'm talking sashimi and waffles. I'm talking <laughs> like everything eggs and poke I'm talking about everything super ambitious oh it was just I yeah it was just like one of those things where it's like if I were to practice this prioritized list and really think about the foods that I wanted first you know and make those the more priority and then if there is time or space to go back to get those other things as well so it's kind of like that for me it's like the buffet like yeah, don't That eat. makes perfect sense. Yeah, don't don't try to fit everything in one trip. You have the availability to do more trips. And the trippy thing is is I haven't been to a buffet in years.
1: Yeah. No, I don't like buffets. <laughs> they <laughs> overwhelm me.
0: <laughs> Did I lose you there just for a second? Did I just go on a buffet tangent and you're just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, welcome back."
1: <laughs> so, I can imagine that it's the same thing with your music right now you have a lot on your plate musically
0: it's it's again like it can be really overwhelming if you are looking at that iceberg analogy Mm -hmm. you know because there is so much there's so many projects and this is not coming from any place of complaint this is just coming from a place of wow okay i i get to do all of this but i can forget that um I can't forget the priority list sometimes. And that's because music is art as well. Mm-hmm. And and now since, you know, I wear a business hat too, it's different. And to kind of balance those two things have, have been a um, – I definitely have to, had to give myself a learning curve. And I continue to give myself a learning curve. Um,
1: well, it just seems like it would be a little bit different like – for example, right now I'm looking around going, "Okay, I need to pack up those books. I need to finish doing that." So there's there's task lists, but you have, "Okay, you have to finish this music by this time. You have to do these mixes, but you also have to be creative." I don't yeah. have to be creative in packing the books. Yeah, so yeah, where yeah. do you find that creativity when you also have this whole daunting list of things to do?
0: The universe, that's really like that's all I can really really say. It's I I have a certain trust in, in that. And, um, and it's really incredible. And again, like if you just, I'm really happy that we're talking about this on this podcast, this prioritizing, you know, it does become really important for me to do this. It gives me, um, it gives me a point to focus on it and then I can move through it. And not, not only that, but if something does come in, you know, um, on an artistic level, Or creative level into another project that I know that I have I'll be able to delegate and and maybe just write it down or record it really quick and put it off to the side and then try to finish and always trusting the thing that I want to do first um, and with the feeling of that so sometimes yeah sometimes I, I will prioritize and then sometimes I'll be working on a track and then there's another track that that I have to work on as well that comes into to the field and there's a little more inspiration for that track or for for that that song or, or whatever it is. I will actually trust the feeling of going into that direction and then making it a priority to return to where I was prior. So yeah, it's there's no rule book. And this is one thing that you just kind of have to like go on and and you try to figure out yourself. So because there is no textbook for this, it's really um, an interesting creative time. Because you're you're not only being creative with with what you're creating, you're creating, you're being creative with how you're creating, and mm-hmm. s- and so uh, it's it's really really um, important to remember that um, there is no right or wrong. There is feeling though, and so this barometer of, of your feelings is something that most of us. I I I would say forget. Um, I'd like to encourage it more and, you know, trust that instinct, trust that feeling. And, you know, from there, see what happens in, in all areas of life. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a really good question because you're right. There's there's so much. I'm already thinking uh, about what I have to record after this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's taking myself out of the only true power that I have, which is right now. Atta. Atta yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so i will be packing today and it's a really great experience i you know moving is is um not really fun for i hate
0: i hate moving yeah but i love the purge (laughs) well i love the purge but there's not even that much to purge because we keep our our house pretty streamlined
1: yeah we're pretty much minimalist here
0: right but you are but i am surprised still about how much stuff can accumulate especially in a junk drawer yes you know uh-huh i'm i'm blown away like is as minimalistic as i like to think i am
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's just sneaky things that like this closet <laughs> behind me you know and uh <laughs> but thank god for offer up and craigslist It's just like hey who wants this come yeah. come get this couch
1: Right. <laughs> so we will be moving in a few days. And I had such a good time going through my closet yesterday. I just put on a podcast and sat there and went through every piece of clothing that I had. This one is going to go in the donation pile. This one, might my, my friend might want it. Um, this one's definitely old and getting thrown away. And then I kept two pretty small boxes of clothes. That's it.
0: Well, that... Right off the bat, makes me super stoked.
1: <laughs> Except for all of my big fuzzy jackets and my coats and stuff. That's going to be another, um, another part of my closet to move. But I only kept two little boxes of clothes. And I realized that, gosh, I really don't use most of what I have. Trippy, right? Yeah. So to purge like this was really liberating.
0: Great. Yeah. That's really cool. Because, yeah, I'm on the opposite side where I don't have a lot. So I use things in my, that I have every day <laughs> to the point where it kind of trips me out a little bit because I have to look through it and go, oh, I just wore that outfit yesterday. Um, if I don't go anywhere that I went yesterday, <laughs> then I can actually pull this off.
1: He's not joking. I'm all. not.
0: No, no, no. My and, and Anyone who sees me or knows me around town or, or anything knows that like, Oh yeah, I know that shirt. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> but it, it's another thing too. It's I, I really don't like the clutter, um, the mental clutter of it either. So it's it, I, having the least options for t- in front of me and my personality is actually quite time saving. I re- and for me it works because it's like okay, good. I don't have to think about it. Okay, that's the, my only option. I'm wearing it. <laughs> where's uh, where's my other shirt? Oh, it's in the laundry. Yep, that's the one I'm going with right exactly. (laughs) so uh what else we got kid
1: well we have a lot coming up like we were saying in the beginning of the podcast um after this move we have november (laughs) i mean everybody has november but (laughs) in november we are that's a
0: rebel said to the muse (laughs) everyone has november everyone has november
1: (laughs) we're moving or we're not moving gosh we're Heading down to Mexico for Closer to the Sun.
0: Yeah, that's not where we're moving to, to be clear about no. that. Yeah, it's not It's not in Mexico. It's actually about four blocks away from where we currently are.
1: Yeah. So we're heading to, is it Cancun?
0: We're headed to Cancun. We're doing the hard rock. We're doing the Closer to the Sun, uh, where we're going to play music uh, with, again, like we did last summer, Slightly Stupid and Stick Figure. However, uh, we're going to have Michael Franti. We're going to have UB40 original lineup. Mm-hmm. which I'm so excited about because they're one of my favorite all-time bands of all time.
1: Thievery Corporation.
0: Thievery's going to be there. Um, I think The Expendables will be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Hyrie.
0: Hyrie's going to be there. So it's going to be just a giant reunion. And da, 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 why don't you <laughs> tell them what Rebel and Muse has been offered?
1: Rebel and Muse is going to do the yoga classes at Closer to the Sun.
0: I love this.
1: Yeah. So we'll be doing three yoga classes. Um in the mornings, who knows if anyone's going to show up because well, <laughs> it's in the morning. Well,
0: actually, this is what I heard. The first day, uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty packed. Uh-huh. The second day, it starts to wane off a little bit. And then the third day, we're, we're basically doing it for the staff. <laughs> yeah.
1: So if anyone's coming in closer to the sun... You're going to get some yoga by Rebel and Muse.
0: I love that. And um, I'm stoked about that. Yeah. It'll, it'll keep the balance, What we're, you know, what we're trying to do. It'll keep the balance. <laughs> and it's important because I know my slightly stupid boys and I know how they are with us, especially, mm-hmm. you know, sneaky, sneaky little drink demons. So, <laughs> so that yoga balance in the morning will be great. Amongst other things, there's so many. Um, I'm so proud of them. They've, it's really, a really they've really, really great. They've really created yeah. something so beautiful, and it's inspired um, Pepper to do something as well. Uh, and we're gonna, we're gonna launch this in 2019. Exciting, I, but we no, can't talk about it. No, not no. yet. But however, um, get ready because it's gonna be another. It's gonna be a Pepper retreat now. So if I can, if I can just basically just like make my life all retreats. This is going to be rad, (laughs) right? Yeah. Rebel and Muse retreats, Law Records retreats, Pepper retreats.
1: Festivals and retreats.
0: Yes. November is for everyone.
1: And then in December (laughs) when we get back from Mexico, we're headed to Hawaii. You have some shows going on over there with Pepper.
0: Yeah. Well, not only that, but Stick Figure is coming with us from Mexico to Hawaii. I cannot wait to show those. They're such, they're good people. So I cannot wait to show the stick figure boys are Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately though, we don't have a Kona play. So it's, oh, yeah, it's uh, Oahu, uh, Maui, Kauai. And the Kona play is because, I don't know, I, I, think, I think everyone's just afraid that this, this concert's gonna be too raging, which it would be. <laughs> um, however, uh, the good thing is, is like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we've been doing these wine pouring and acoustic sets. So I think we're gonna do that in Kona. Perfect. I love that. Do you
1: have a venue yet?
0: We do not. Um, yeah, so actually I gotta, I gotta call Mark Lay back. He <laughs> gave us a call earlier uh, and, and see what's going on with that. But um.
1: And then when we come home, we have every year we go to the Nutcracker and we go to the City Ballet, which is um, down at Spreckles Theater in San Diego. We get all dressed up and it's usually cold. Oh, it's freezing. Um, yeah. I love it. We see the Nutcracker on um, usually one of the last shows that they have closer to Christmas. Spend the night down there at the Hard Rock and then go ice skating at, what is it?
0: Uh, it's that.
1: Horton Plaza.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Nice, good. So it's kind of memory. a tradition that we do the, every year. All right. I'm really excited uh,
0: about that. Anyone asking, I don't go ice skating. Melanie does. And that's because... Well, remember the Ice Palace in Honolulu?
1: I love the Ice Palace.
0: Okay. It, it, but this is like like real. Like this was like an ice palace, not like, you know, the the Batu Lab down the street. This was like a complete giant ice, ice rink. That's uh-huh. what they call them, an ice rink. And I remember going to one of these and I just I eat shit all over this ice rink, so I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> but I really do love watching you because you're pretty proficient in this ice skating and sit back with like, you know, this, uh, Johnny Blue on rocks or something and watch it all go down.
1: <laughs> watch little kids bang into me in an old debacle. Yeah, you
0: really, yeah, you definitely got to be on Dodge point. kids. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Dodge kids, the dodge new dodgeball. Uh all right, cool. Well, um, thank you so much for catching up with us, and uh, as soon as, as soon as we can, we'll get the next episode up.
1: All right. So, from the next uh, Rebel Amuse podcast, we will be in our new location.
0: I love that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. The professional building. Yes. All right. Well, uh, everyone, have a great Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Aloha.
1: Peace.